0: on a lark and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Ronse, not the duh of dumbass. Never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah! Ale-
1: L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Good to have you here. Good to have the audience here. We are streaming right now, as we always do every Sunday, on MutinyRadio.fm. Every Tuesday, every Tuesday, every 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we are on the greatest internet radio station ever. And also in beautiful San Francisco. You can't miss it. Check out the... Uh, their website check out their station we are also a podcast you can download us every sunday at the acronym l-w-a-f-l-m-o-y-t and if you go to youtube and type in l-w-a-f-l-m-o-y-t you'll see a video version of the podcast geez carl what else about our podcast
0: um well it comes in all sorts of assorted flavors just come on down and check out the selection you're gonna check love these out.
1: rooms. it's hustling so we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Most movie podcasts will spend two hours talking about a ninety-minute movie. Not us. We Whoa. watch the entire movie. Whoa. We spend the two hours watching the movie. Right. And we want you to. It's a
2: movie. It's a movie.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not, what is it? Meta metadata. What do you call it? Meta. Meta humor. Let's let's, let's watch the film. That's what it's about. It's not a conversation about the f- people who had a podcast yeah. who watched the right. film.
1: Yeah. There's no, it's very liminal is what Let's you're saying. That's it. subliminal.
0: Pop eats itself.
1: Pop will eat itself. So we want you to watch this movie with the sound off and listen to the podcast or, you know, go to YouTube and watch the video as everything synced up. We're going to be watching. Carl, what are we going to be watching this week?
0: Today, we are watching Brian's Song
1: 1971.
0: Brian's Song 1971. I don't need to help you with spelling of anything. But the nineteen seventy one is one nine seven one. And the channel we like, it's the only one you're gonna find. It's like Veteran Show, Vets Show. What is it?
1: Yeah. I see V E T T S H O W eighty. Vet Show 80. eighty. Or Vets How eighty. And it's all or one Vesh
0: word, and it's the only how. channel you're gonna find anyway. Brian's song, Brian's. Song. Right.
1: Not we no, want that version. We don't want the official YouTube version where you can buy it. No, no. No. Don't do it. Don't do it.
0: Be out of sync with us. And...
1: Go ahead and click. Brian's Song, 1971, hosted by Vets Show 80 <laughs> Once this starts rocking, hit pause. Move the timer to 000. We are going to have a celebrity comedian come on join us. Talk a little bit about themselves. Give you some time to set up the movie. And when they say go... We we're all going to press go and watch the movie at the same time. I'm very excited about this one. Carl, you know this the premise Thank of this you. podcast. These are movies I read about and never saw. And let me say, I read a lot about this movie, but I've never seen a single cell. So uh-huh. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, so Carl's got a celebrity comedian. He's our producer. Let's give it up for Carl. You could, uh, Carl, what's your Venmo? What? It's uh, at... Uh, I don't. Know. Anyway, don't. There just is just a Venmo. Don't give me money. Keep don't your money. Me. Send send physical money to the station. That's yeah. <laughs> care of Carl. Listen,
0: it's tough All being right. rich. I don't recommend it. Do not Venmo me. It's Yeah. It's, do not Venmo. We not Venmo. We're not we're not gonna Venmo. It's a burden.
1: Listen, you you you're itching with some Venmo money. Donate to the station at Mutiny Radio on Venmo. All right. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Give it to Mutiny. Give it to Mutiny. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Jim McVeigh. Welcome, Jim.
3: Uh, Thanks
4: for having me.
0: (laughs) Now, you are a comedian extraordinaire. You are out there on the scene. Now, you're just back from Colorado. Tell us what the comedy scene's like out there. Is it very different? What's the contrast?
3: Uh, one. I was kind of in like the hood in the suburbs. I didn't do any like clubs downtown or anything. So.
0: Uh
3: huh. Uh, but my buddy John Maggs does, uh, does some great shows. He's like filling rooms and doing, you know, some pretty cool alternative stuff. Uh, I know he's got like a private event at the International Church of Cannabis and they get super <laughs> high in there. But I mean, the town is weird as, there's like a the Rocky Mountains in the back, majestic, and yet, you know, homeless people with catheter bags swinging around. Uh-huh.
0: Well, you guys just glad I brought you on just to <laughs> cheer up our audience, talk about the comedy scene, and we're hearing about homeless with the... <laughs> yeah. So how is John Maggs doing now? He we, we know him from Scotty's. That's a place where you and I got to know each other. Uh, He went out there maybe two years ago, three years ago. How's he doing out there? You just said he's having great success with uh, being a producer.
3: Well, yeah, he's hosting some shows. He's got uh, Grandpa's House Brewery and the International Church Comedy. That I mean, all the the comics, the local people I met down there said he's got the best shows in town. And uh, you know, I guess maybe he was having trouble getting on stage, and he decided to just you know put on better shows. Uh huh. Yeah, his own. His jokes are fucking funny. He's just gotten way funnier. He's got like a really good following. And the, it, the community is, is cool. I mean, I probably only met about like eight comics, but uh, between the couple shows, but mm-hmm. they were all really nice, really funny, different walks of life. So, you know, it's a little, it was refreshing, I guess.
0: Now, I know that you're very serious about studying comics, that's why I see them all right there behind you. <laughs> ha ha that was hilarious now Jim you took a bit of a hiatus from comedy for a short time what 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 was that all about and what brought you back to us
3: uh well I'm super uncomfortable doing uh you know this type of thing so I I didn't want to do (laughs) I didn't want to do any of those virtual shows or anything people were doing during lockdown and uh You know, just general depression and (laughs) uh, laziness and, um, but, uh, I don't know, I just wanted to tell all the jokes that I'd been writing hang out with you and my other friends that I've, you know, made doing open mics over the years.
0: Now Now, okay, so during that time in which you were taking off, you weren't inactive in terms of comedy because you've got this cartoon you're working on. It's a television show. It's a. Tell us about this robot. Tell us about the concept. Of, what, what are What are we going to see when this thing comes out?
3: Uh, so, so uh, our buddy, you met him, uh, Daniel. He's Daniel Crow. He's a really funny guy from uh, yeah. Delaware. who's always working. Always on the road. Uh, got kind of you know dry <clears throat> sense of humor, personality. Sometimes I always envisioned him like an emotionless android. So, uh, but yeah, I developed the show. He's, uh, <laughs> he's an android that wants to learn how to do, uh, standup, uh, <laughs> to learn about emotions. So he goes from city to city doing, uh, you know, road work and, uh, somehow ends up fighting a monster just about every episode. But, you know, I worked really hard, you know, it's going to be cool. There's a nice, uh, story arc and ties into some other cartoons they did so it, it mm-hmm. should be funny you know every episode is going to have you know feature a funny friend of ours um do a few jokes and um and then cool action scene my roommate and i make some cool music to it so you know if feel like uh, offensive stand-up comedy and science <laughs> fiction and horror and uh want to laugh and you know see some crappy animations i made then the show for you (laughs) who doesn't love it right
0: okay now the last thing i wanted to raise is something you'll object to you won't appreciate me bringing up but i gotta do it i gotta do it we all know the oklahoma city bomber okay timothy mcveigh tim mcveigh and many times when you've been brought up as jim mcveigh people make comments about timothy mcveigh right mm-hmm. so i think it is the perfect marketing opportunity for you to be named Timothy mcveigh what do you say come on james
3: fair uh, you've been trying this for about eight years <laughs> uh i'll reconsider done... after <laughs> You know the other comic, uh, the other Jim McVeigh from San Francisco? Yes, right, yeah. He's in the city now, so, you know, maybe it's... Really? Yeah.
0: Maybe I should pitch him.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) maybe. uh, About that cartoon, too, if you want to find it, it's uh, YouTube, Water Closet Cartoons, with a K, not a C. Water
0: Closet Cartoons. And that's a channel on YouTube.
3: Yeah, with a K. K K-L-O-S-E-T, closet. Yeah, because apparently it's easier to Google search things that are misspelled.
0: Listen, how can people uh, find you out there on the Internet besides this YouTube channel, Water Closet, cartoons like uh, follow you on Instagram, see what you're up to, what's your social media handles? Tell us now how to know what's going on with Jim McVeigh.
3: Uh... I, mean, I don't really have much lined up besides working on my set, um, working on the cartoon in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I guess you could follow my Instagram. It's Jim J. McVeigh, and uh, I post pretty uh, irregularly. I think I uh, posted some of the Denver stuff in the last post for 2018. Uh-huh. Don't get too excited if you follow me.
0: <laughs> okay, way to get them going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay. Now, thank you very much, Jim McVeigh. Now, everyone at home is poised to watch this film at the same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home must press play on their device at the same time we do right here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Jim McVeigh, and give us that
3: celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, engage.
1: Thank you, comedian, celebrity comedian, for the celebrity comedian downtown. Much appreciated. This is a TV movie, but we have the Columbia title screen.
0: Yeah, that's right. That doesn't make sense. This was Screen Gems. Screen Gems.
1: Oh, Screen Gems has that terrible outro. Do you remember that, that their their logo? Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Ronnie Asher made a short called The Best. From hell, if you ever want to check it out on YouTube, a screenjam. The, screen you
2: the All Bears. Right. So
1: are we in Chicago Land?
0: Yeah, we're in Chicago Land, I guess. And we're going to camp for the Bears. It's the training camp of the the uh, Chicago Bears. And it. Wait. So we're not in Chicago Land. Excuse me. Uh, Here it is. Okay. St. Joseph's College, U.S. Highway th- two thirty one in Wheatfield, Indiana, mm. and this is the Chicago Bears training camp. It's
1: their real training camp. They look like cows in the field. Is he gonna go tip a cow? <laughs> and here this comes. This is their real training camp.
0: Yes, yeah, their real training camp, and those are real players. And this is Billy J. D. Williams. Oh, great. Who is playing Gale Sayers, and he is right now meeting for the first time Brian Piccolo.
1: Oh, he. Oh, he. Brian does. Is Brian's song on a piccolo? Uh huh. Oh. Brian's song is on a little piccolo. Does he think it's ironic that it's his song and he, his last name is a musical piccolo. instrument?
0: Piccolo. Right now, this this song, Brian's song, was a hit because the seventies were. Uh, they were. It was crazy, yeah, why would you? But yes, uh, a show, a TV movie song became a big hit. Why don't you listen to it for a second? Just he's like crazy. that, uh-huh. Whenever he I'm sounds, feeling kind of low I and mean,
6: depressed, well... I asked you a question, well, I you think said, about that
0: uh-huh.
6: you know, A lot of guys wouldn't have talked to me at all, but not you. You
0: just said, uh-huh, just like that, right out. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 You uh-huh. saw that joke coming... Now, this writer is a good in. writer, oh, but you saw uh, that. Have building it. over
6: there, that's uh, that's where Hallis is.
0: Okay, you can mute it again. Oh, what okay. I just wanted to show is that there's a rival be- rivalry between these two men because they're competing for the same position, okay? Right. Now, what he does is is Piccolo fucks with Gale Sayers. He, he tells him that the coach, okay, the coach's name is Hal, um, one moment. Yeah, it's it's coach George Hollis and Holla. and Piccolo is telling him that he's he you he got to stay on the side of his good ear. OK, he's deaf in one ear. I think it's the left. I don't know. You got to stay on the side of his good ear. So during the conversation, he'll be jumping around, getting his correct ear. And of course, he's got no hearing problem at all. Oh, Piccolo he's just messing
1: with it. With him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jack Warden is Coach Hollis?
0: Yeah, no, I think he was in one of our other films we saw, and I couldn't I find I would him.
1: not be surprised. Bernie Casey, yeah. I recognize. Let's see if we recognize. Don't know. Shelly? She's one Lord of the wives. Me?
0: Now, that's the big Lebowski David Huddleston, Huddles. Huddle.
1: Oh, that is he? Wife. he is, is he Lebowski? Not in this film. Oh, no, but in well, Lebowski, He's got he a
0: dry was. mop. He's got no bucket. <laughs> Andy's wife
1: does Buzz George Killick Collins. Buzz Kulick. cool name oh there's Shaq look at Shaq man how old do you think he is in his 40s 50s 25 good
0: question now Billy D. Williams is in his early 30s right here he's playing a guy who's in his super early 20s wow
1: yeah he's definitely a young Billy D. Williams
0: now Billy he's D. Williams this movie made him
1: this movie is really popular i mean i know yeah. south park did a when they finally killed kenny off they did a parody of this movie <laughs> did they yeah he was in the hospital bed and people would tear up
0: he rose to stardom after starring in the critically acclaimed television film brian song 1971 both williams and james conn were nominated for emmy emmy awards wow Um. Williams said the role was one of which he was most proud. It was a love story, really, between two guys without sex. It ended up kind of being a breakthrough in terms of racial division. You see, the big racial thing on this film is that a white man and a black man were never roommates before in the NFL. And since, you know, they made roommates by the position you played, by the, by, you know, because you have to have camaraderie with the guys in the line with you.
1: Do so you really? I don't want to sleep with them. So they broke
0: that rule. So now he keeps hopping around, and it's frustrating, Jack Warden.
1: So, th- so did they both get the position then that they're trying out for?
0: No. Oh no, he finally uh, well, gets. Go ahead, turn the sound on a little bit.
1: Sure. Give me a sec. you've know, you
3: got moves, but you don't have to show them to me now.
1: I know you've you got, got, got moves. Here, like
3: a like a pauper in a pay toilet. Well,
1: I was just trying to get on the side of your uh,
0: uh, good ear. Good ear? Good ear. What are you talking about, kid? What are you kid? talking about,
1: good ear? <laughs> uh, the bears. You got the bear uh, punked. That,
0: uh, <laughs> All right, you can mute it again. He's just yeah, realizing. I want,
1: to, uh, I want to see his uh, reaction. He's fucking with me. Uh, never mind. Now, never Billy mind. D. Williams
0: uh, is really doing Gale Sayers, who was very – is shy the right word? He thought Billy played him too shy.
1: Now, look, these are real ooh, people, right?
0: Right next to him, the last guy he wants to sit next to him, Brian fucking Piccolo. Oh, hi, Dick. Right.
1: He's trying to psych him out. Now, right. here's
0: JC. Yeah, he's trying to psych him out, exactly, because he's competing for his position. Here's JC, and this is Bernie Casey. Yeah. I don't, we might know him from our show. I'm not sure. But um, he was a real football player, and who switched to acting. There's, there's a lot of those stories, including Dick Butkus, who was. This is his first film ever, Dick Butkus.
1: Interesting. He made the uncanny decision not to change his name. Listen, yeah. Dick. Do you want? Do you want to go with a like a stage name, like? Uh, Already got one. <laughs> you kissing my
2: butt? It's Dick Butkus.
1: Well, what okay. kind of day were you thinking for? What kind of showbiz day were you thinking for, V Dick Buckus? Uh, I don't know. Richard not ass not kiss. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little distracting.
0: Okay, now what happened now is Brian Piccolo was talking to him when they should have been listening. So of course, Gale gets caught. Gale, are you talking? Well, did you know that's a fifty dollar fine? Well, you just got one. So now. Piccolo's find him. But look, Jack Warden sort of knows what's going on, so he wants to embarrass really? Piccolo. So he's going to make Be- Piccolo sing a fight song, like a, you know, a our Te- yay, our team from his old alma mater. Wait, and wait, wait. Is Brian's
1: that, song? Is, that's what I was going to say. Brian's going to sing a song in a movie called Brian's, Brian's song? song? But the thing is, I don't know
0: if this is why they call it that, because he will sing this song maybe two or three times in the film. Wow. No, w- yeah. You can put the sound on, but there's nothing there. He doesn't even, he sucks, and everyone. Oh, does.
6: here's two Wake Forest. Oh, oh. The oh. Soft, finest red, runny, reddish, bill oh. oh. to the brim.
7: Please
0: mute it.
1: Please mute Some it. Yo, it. no, no, I want to hear it. Like, oh, no, Gail
0: right. puts his mashed potatoes
1: on the seat. On the, old, Brian the seat. seat. Now, Riggin' in the riggin'. I just Nothing want to compliment to James
0: Khan on his acting here, because when she sits in the mashed potatoes, he's got to be cool. Right. He doesn't want everybody to know he's got mashed potato. But
1: ah, he gave that look like a uh, honeymoon in Vegas. What am I doing here?
0: Hey, why don't you let me see? Why don't you? Mm, you already
1: couldn't. Was there a sound effect? Squish. No, that would have been good. (laughs) We'll be back. Brian's song returns. Was this ABC? Yeah.
0: This was an ABC movie of the week, 1971. Now, Brian Piccolo dies in 1970. So they're like, pow, book and
1: movie. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: The book, this was written, okay, Gale Sayers made an autobiography in 1970 called I Am Third, which might mean, I don't know, his draft pick, Right. The, I don't know what it means. But this was only was, one chapter, a chapter on Brian Piccolo.
1: It's, wait a minute, so he, this guy wrote his own memoirs and they took one chapter about another guy and, and turned it into a movie? Exactly right. But you know what I don't understand, Mike? Why would he make an autobiography
0: before he's had a career? I mean, he started in 1965. He got Rookie right. of the Year. So Gail Sayers has a career here of five fucking years, and he's already putting a book out.
1: But didn't you say, like, he broke, like, he was the first guy to, to have a white roommate?
0: Well, I... Is I mean... That... Yes, he was. What is it? I mean, the world didn't say... You know, I mean, a black man voting, a black president. I mean, these are milestones. <laughs> a black man is a roommate of a white guy?
1: That's not yeah, really. Did, did he a roommate? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, James <laughs>
0: Conn did not want to do this film because he didn't want to do TV anymore. Yeah. And he read yeah, the script him. and he said, yes, I'm doing this film. He loved the script.
1: Well, oh, can you imagine as a um, actor, as a male actor, getting a role like this? It's good. You you get to be a sporty sports guy and then you get to be vulnerable.
0: Well, he played he played football in high school, so he had to like force himself to run slower than Billy D. Williams. He had to make mistakes on purpose to make Billy D. Williams look better. Nice. Turn up the sound, because this is the first like scene in which they start. Hey, to... I did say thank you.
6: I know. Well, I usually know. calls for response, like Check uh, this out, this is
1: funny, man. You're
6: welcome or how's your mother something?
1: How's your mother?
3: How's your mother? How's your mother? Well, she's very fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs>
1: you're
3: welcome.
1: Jesus. You're hey, welcome. You're welcome.
0: Right, you can be this it. is the first time that they have romantic feelings towards each other. For the first time. Right. After, no, Billy D. Williams was I mean uh he, Gale, he made Gail. He made Gail laugh. So for the first time, Gail's like, maybe Piccolo is not so bad.
1: Right. Maybe I want to sleep with him. Now, do you? Does the story of Piccolo like was that national news? Like, I'm just trying to place yeah. the chronography. Like, yeah. So the story was a big story before this movie came out.
0: Well, yeah, Piccolo was a play a big player. I mean, he was no Gail Sayers, but he was a big part of the success of. Now they didn't go to the playoffs. They didn't. It wasn't the greatest season, but. As far as the team, he was a big part of Chicago Bears' success that year, and for multiple years. Then all of a sudden, he starts playing not as well, Piccolo, and they take him off the team. The next thing you know, he's dying of cancer, and is dead. So it was big news, at least maybe not national. I don't know, but in and, and you know, yes. I saw this film as a kid, Mike. It made me cry. This was the yes. first film I ever saw. Is a little maybe I don't know was. 1970, so I was... I was... Eight, seven, six. Yeah. Six. But, I mean, I didn't see it when it first aired. I saw a rerun. I went to my mom and I said, oh, this movie's so, so, so. She was like, don't bother me, kid. She did not console me.
1: <laughs> mom! Maybe not at the football. Yeah, this was a, a big, big, big pop culture moment, this movie. Yeah. There's it was Big okay
0: all the way on the left.
1: Now, you know he was the title role in Santa Claus, the movie from the 1980s?
0: Well, I only know that because I have his credits here.
3: I don't right. know that movie. Well, I'm an old timer in a lot of ways.
0: What that That's means what is I'm a racist in me. a lot of ways.
1: Oh. But I don't think it's all that common for a man of my age to, It's you know, be used to the, the way things way are.
0: are.
1: To be comfortable. Blacks
0: stay over there. We whites stay <laughs> over here. What's the what big deal?
1: What's the it? Warren say from this side? Ed seems to think it's a good idea.
3: I what? guess maybe we are due for some changes around here.
1: I want to I wait for Lebowski's voice.
3: Oh, no. No,
6: it's not that simple, Gail. <laughs> now, J.C.'s idea, and yes, I did agree with it, is that this is 1965, Wow we'd like the bears.
0: I to suggest you do what your parents did any and get a job. So we'd like you and Brian Piccolo to room together. What? That's it? That's the big deal?
1: That's oh, all. Okay. Yeah, that's all.
7: That's what this is about. Is that all?
0: Yeah. I... You had me worried.
7: I thought it was something. Now they really, say the N word. You might want to mute. Man, you're talking about a white man. To...
1: All right. I'll mute. Our show doesn't need to have that word.
0: Okay. Well, then this is a bad song. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian's <laughs> song. This is a bad movie to pick because they will make, they will say the N word. James Kahn's will say the N word. He says chicken N word. But mm. when he uses the N word, Gale Sayers and his wife think it is hilarious in this script. And that's probably reflecting of real life because it was in his autobiography, I guess.
1: Right. Have you ever read the autobiography? Is this something that
0: you read? You know, I enjoy watching football. I'm not one of those people who likes to understand everything about the players, especially their real lives. And that's true for everything for me. I love rock bands, and I'm not interested in who's sleeping with who and who's lost their house and who's on heroin,
2: you know.
1: Right. But, you know, uh, although it does help you appreciate Johnny Thunders more if you know that he was on Chinese rocks, he was living on Chinese rocks. Okay. uh, (laughs) I I think I'll
0: appreciate him less and be happy with it.
1: I feel kind of bad because, you know, with our our podcast of several years, I've been forcing you to actually get the details of movies. (laughs) (laughs) So you may not give a shit about like the players, but you're needy. You have to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, James Kahn, this film actually put him a little bit over the top, even though he was already. um, Okay. He had been in El Dorado, he had been in. Robert Altman's Countdown, which is a, a name I, we should know. I never know even it. heard I of it.
1: I never even heard of that movie. We met,
0: should we Fra- Francis Ford Coppola is the Rain People. Okay, right, and he's right. I like, am a movie star now. I'm not a TV guy anymore. I'm not doing this film. And the agent would say, "Well, they really want you." No, I'm not. And he goes, "Hey, I got in the mail the script. I told you I don't want to do this film. Read the script. I read the script, but I'm not doing it." Then he read the script and. So after this, he became Sonny. The very next year, Sonny, uh, 1972, 72. Sonny Corleone. You see, he goes, "I'm pissed off because I'm probably not going to make the team. I'm probably going to get okay. Turn it up. This is Dick Butt Dick Kiss.
1: Oh, In the center. I'm making the team, gentlemen. Well done. Wait, you know, who the, the mustache? Kind of frowns yeah, on the Haitian of new men. Jesus, now he's that you young. Made the team. It's really yes. like you're one of us. <laughs> Oh, no. Initiation. Welcome to the
3: Chicago Bears!
0: But Uh, you don't see is the actual hazing. And this is a movie. I don't think that's a good idea. You know, this is a movie. So we need to see something. We need to be
1: thrilled. The chow noodles poured on her head? Look at this. Yes,
0: we need to see it. There's the wives. Now, this is real footage of... Yeah. Yeah, this is actual... And I got to tell you, as a football fan, the helmets look very funny because they are like today's helmets look like space helmets, right? Of the astronauts. So to protect it's protect your it, head. Yeah, it's so thin and they just have that face guard. It's very different from today's helmets.
1: Look at these towels from the 70s and they really go around the waist there's a lot of
0: improvements in towel technology but yeah the yeah. old school towels they would go around your waist now <laughs> piccolo's fucking with him again even though they're roommates and friends now he's going what you call the defense a bunch of cowards <laughs> <laughs> you, you know like he goes well we had a good off defense you know i mean we had a good um you know and we just all right whatever what we so missed is, is Brian Piccolo was like, I probably didn't make the team. And then Gail Sayers was like, well, they wouldn't make us roommates if you didn't make the team. And he was like, hey, yeah, that's right. And he got all excited. And they went to call their wives, and that's when they were initiated.
1: But right now, we're watching a real game, right? this is, yeah, not this like is an an Gale Sayers. Game.
0: This is rookie oh. of the year, 1965 Gail Sayers.
1: Oh, wow. So this is actually number 40 himself. Yep.
0: Touchdown! So, this,
1: so they made the team if they're actually playing a game in the season, right? Like, well, I know. Okay. This...
0: Yes, but you can still get cut. There's an initial period. Okay, now we meet the wives.
1: Ooh, at Pizza Hut.
0: Now, Gail is very shy and very quiet. And hopefully the defense goes the same way. Yeah. Well, okay, this is like a the word isn't mansplaining, but it's one of those situations in which the men are talking about, like they're talking shop, and the women are pretending. It's so interesting and and funny. Go ahead, go ahead, listen. Figure she's gonna get really foxy you now. Damn
7: Very same plate. Um, trap plate is
0: also called a sucker plate because it makes the defense look real bad when it works. They don't don't like to look real bad. Well, the reason I wanted to, he makes a joke and Gail is very shy. So his wife goes, "Gail made a joke. Okay. How's your family, Rose?
1: I was afraid to get up. I figured not everything was going to come with me.
2: Uh, You have never seen anyone so black and blue in your
7: life. It's like a room with a color play again.
1: Oh, because he's new. Gail told the joke. (laughs) Ah, Gail got jokes. You know that expression? Gail got jokes. jokes. Yeah.
0: Oh, Gail got jokes. Hey, everybody. Gail, Gail he speaks. He speaks. (laughs) He was a very shy person. And there was a remake of this film in 2001 by Disney Channel. And Gail Sayers said he liked the remake better because Billy D Williams just played him too shy but the truth is he, he played was. him accurately I mean there's gonna be this scene in which uh Gail sayers up gets up to accept an award and make a speech and he basically just stands there I mean it's recorded Gail this is you he's not faking right. it
1: wow this is really incredible this archival footage
0: yeah did you see him juke the um the yeah. rap?
1: He ran, he ran a all along. I think I understand football. You see, football—the yeah. differences between football and baseball. <laughs> oh, yeah, He's <laughs> like Foot- I'm everything. You ever see that George Carlin bit? No.
0: Oh, is In that one I football. should check out?
1: Well, you know what—you should. If you ever have an opportunity to watch, I think the first episode of Saturday Night Live, George Carlin does his difference between football and baseball bit in one of the many opening monologues. So you'll see it. It's a famous bit of his. In baseball, you gotta go home. But in football, you gotta kill the other guy. (laughs) He was a true genius. He would take a lot of expressions and and bear new light to it. So that was a good bit. He's whistling.
0: Well, Yeah, you see, they've been practicing his speech and getting all ready, because they're good friends now. And he's about to get up and give his speech. Uh, don't, don't mess up,
1: Mike. <laughs> you take ahead, it, girl. you're
0: not? Let's hear his speech.
3: And, uh, I'd like to thank you all for this honor. It was not really right. I'm
0: supposed to say to give it to one man. It's football is about a team, and he's got a whole thing prepared about the team.
1: Okay, just get to it, Brian. Uh no, not Brian. Gail, living guy.
0: Gail Sayers. Yeah, right. Gay. Gay <laughs> Sayers. Anytime, Gail. Yeah.
1: Like that. I <laughs> did I not like the-
0: that whole thing. Now look, the speech is there, and it's a continuity error. It's clearly a blank piece of paper.
1: Oh. Well, then it's he a said everything. He
0: said everything he needed to say then. Yeah, that's right. He followed his speech. Good one, Mike. Good one, Mike.
1: <laughs> hey man, I could do sports humor like the rest of us. Like the like the rest of us guys.
0: Williams' film debut was Last Angry Man 1959, but he came to national attention in the movie Brian's Song 1971, earned him an Emmy nomination. He didn't win it for oh. best actor. Basically, this this gave him a career, the, his appearance in this. And guess who it didn't give a career is Lou Gossett Jr. Lou Gossett Jr. was cast to be Billy D. Williams' part and play Gail Sayers, but then yeah. he was like working out and he, he ripped his Achilles tendon and he was like crying in his cornflakes because it was his big shot. And the producer was like, don't worry, man, we'll get, listen, I got this thing coming up. It's called Roots. I'm putting you in it. So that's oh. it. He became Chicken George, and he yeah. became a very famous person that we saw as a wrestler. Am I wrong?
1: It was Thunderground. Thunderground,
0: good one. Um, yeah. No, this is <laughs> the one where like the kids take over the soda shop
1: and make it into a bar. Oh, this is the put Zoo it in the trailer. Crew. Zoo Crew.
0: Yeah. Denver- yeah. Wasn't yeah. that Ben Vereen? Ben that uh, was
1: Ben Vereen living in the trailer. Okay, yeah. so Ben Vereen just happens to have a club, but he lives outside in a trailer. Okay, Good
0: never movie. mind. I'm confusing two people. It wasn't Lou Gossett Jr. All
1: right, well, now they're double fisting. Oh, they got pizza again.
0: What they're saying is, here, like it's like, who made the the next? He's got the thing like who's on the oh, next no. team? Yeah, and Brian's not on it, and but he got. First starting guy, right? Yeah. The poor well,
1: Brian. Yes. Poor Brian.
0: Come on, pizza's getting cold. Black Magic. Um, he calls him Black Magic, and yeah, Gale calls him Pick, as in Piccolo. But oh, the true his true nickname. Uh, Brian's true good. nickname was the Kansas comment because he went to school in kansas i don't know
1: no but that, i mean like that doesn't really roll off the tongue hey so, carl like, what's up everything's kansas. going hey, Comment. comment yo
0: Casey. okay so Casey. everything is great with the world right i mean brian yeah. he's on the bench and okay gail gail is taking the position like brian is not starting he's sitting there waiting for gail to get out of the game and then brian gets to go in but oh no what happened that's in a sports movie if you fall in slow motion something fucked not up good. going
1: down oh now it's regular motion. i'm in pain, I'm in pain. <laughs> damn it
0: damn it says jack warden now this is real footage this is gail that's, Sears. So
1: that's his wimpiest moment god can you imagine, like, having a movie about your life and you have to re-watch the moment you got fucking banged up? <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
0: So now...
1: They're driving in the grass? Yeah,
0: fuck it. No, it's a driveway. And not only is it a driveway, but it's the house of Bewitched. They're going to walk into the television set of Bewitched, believe it or not.
1: <laughs> right, because... Uh, uh, what was her mom's name, Agatha?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Or maybe that was the
0: daughter. Do- what was the daughter? Tabitha.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tabitha. which that, you no, know,
0: Esmeralda! I was... That was her.
1: Do you remember Tabitha had a late 70s spinoff show like she was an adult witch? I remember was, that uh... that was
0: a true thing but I never.
1: Yeah. You know who played Tabitha? It was Lisa Hartman from Entertainment Tonight. Interesting. From okay, here is, Tonight.
0: is the Witched set. They're at a television station stu- stu- uh set right now in los angeles
1: it's a little different right different chairs different tv
0: set. uh no um well maybe you're right i don't know but
1: do you recognize it does muscle memory in your head go that's bewitched house
0: no no like if you showed me brady bunch's house i would know it uh
1: (laughs) no this is That would be so funny, Carl, just for a movie to have an interior of the Brady Bunch house and not call attention to it.
0: (laughs) If you showed me, uh, like, Ricky and and, uh, Lucy's bedroom,
1: I would know it. Sure. Family matters, too. I pretty much know that house by heart. Yeah. Now, this is
0: a, like, I'm feeling sorry for myself scene. Like, I said I was okay! Now, get out! But not that men easy.
1: and their feelings. Do you think this movie, like the reason why it's such a pop phenomenon, was that it was men and their feelings and love for each other and?
0: Yes, but I, I think it also had to do with the popularity of football and the racial component, and that it was apparently a quality film. You know, <laughs> this this thing, Nielsen ratings. It was thirty two point nine. It had an audience share of forty eight percent. Half the country that watched TV that night watched this. That's nuts. Now, it was the most watched made-for-TV movie ever, but not for a long time. Uh, The Night Stalker in 1970. Okay, somebody's in the basement. Who's that in the basement? What the fuck is this shit? Well, that knee ain't going to fix itself. Go Uh ahead.
1: Piccolo itself.
0: What the hell is that thing?
1: What it is, which is a leg lift machine. What for? Four.
7: Well, uh, getting that knee back in shape is not going to be a take-it-easy proposition. Right.
1: So I set I'm it up in a basement so you have to walk down the stairs. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm not afraid. Uh, I'm not afraid!
1: Ouch! Ouch!
0: Ouch! Mike, don't Ouch. you dare, Mike! Don't you make a mistake! Ouch! 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 Ouch. Ouch. Okay, now.
7: You you ought to be the afraid you. I am not afraid. I'm just tired of being bugged by reporters. Linda, you. Hey, no. you, know, you are a real charmer, Sears. I mean, an absolute
0: saint. Look, maybe you think it's a real friendly thing hey, to do. You him. can hey. stick that in your ditty bag, too, Get you that dumb that
2: jackass. Ditty bag.
1: Whoa.
2: You dumb jackass.
1: Now,
0: the towel's going to disappear. Yep, towel disappeared.
1: Yep. He called him a what? Diddy bag? D-
0: he said, put it in your ditty bag, you chicken... I don't know what he said, but listen. I even I've, this is my fifth time because we were we were gonna do this yesterday, so I was like, all right, I'll watch it one more time if I have got. The time <laughs> I said to see this goddamn film, and I didn't we, cry. We,
1: we, how's your chest hair, Carl? Like, did you grow chest hair every time you watch Brian's song? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> if I could grow chest hair, I would. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening here is he's saying, look, I'm not helping you because you're my friend. I'm helping you because like, it, when I was in high school, I was the greatest this and the greatest that. But unfortunately, there was a guy better than me. So even though he led the country and such and such, there was a guy, you know, he had to play second fiddle. Same thing happened when he went to college. Now he's in the pros and he's the greatest, 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 but there's a he's second fiddle again. So he's like, now, He's the starter because Billy D Williams is out. So what he wants to say is I want you coming back. I don't want anybody saying that I got a lucky break. I want to beat you legitimately so we're going to get your knee back in order so that nobody can say I'm not the greatest because of me. That's his whole
1: deal. That's a really nice thing to say to someone down on his luck, right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean that's that's actually a good speech.
0: Yeah, and it, it's, it's – uh, the truth is, and you can see it through the film, he really is doing it because he loves this guy. He's a good yeah. friend. Now, remember, in real life, this was happening. Not exactly like this. We don't know what the real life was, but we're talking about 21 and 22 years old here.
1: Right. I mean, this wow, guy so...
0: died. He didn't get to live. You know, like, you're born, now you're four. You're really not living yet. You're eight. Like, it isn't until you're high school you can see what it's going to be like to have a life, right? He's graduating, he goes to college, and then he's dead. What a ripoff.
1: Right. What, you mean the the college admissions were like, we're not going to get money for junior and senior year. (laughs) Tuition money's gone.
0: So what he's doing now is he's hearing Brian Piccolo do great (laughs) on the radio. So he's like, I've got to get better fuck this cane so now he's, yeah, he's like, in the
1: trash perfectly good cane <laughs> perfectly good cane if i saw a cane in the trash i'd be like what's the story <laughs> <laughs> did somebody beat it yeah, all up somebody's all dead <laughs>
0: so now we see oh, the- it, it isn't your rocky montage or anything but we do see like him tr- without music and c- fast cuts okay. we see him working hard get back in shape and we see brian helping him
1: it, it's a big i mean he's playing professional football so it's like get back in shape to play for, re play professional football again That's yeah the, the stakes are high it's not just like get back
0: so that you can walk again it's get back so that you can be the athlete you used to be it, it's it's asking a lot
1: I love James Caan's hair throughout the decades. He yeah. always had the best hair. Look at that. I'd love to have hair like that.
0: <laughs> What's so great about it? Just regular hair.
1: No, he's got the curls, tight curls. It looks good.
0: <laughs> okay. So this was so popular that they tried to release it theatrically, but it really didn't work. It it was a – they thought this was such a hit on TV, let's try it in the theaters, and it, it didn't
1: that's interesting because if it shows on broadcast tv in the early 70s there's a good chance you're never going to see it again until they do a rerun of it so you know it's definitely water cooler school next day at school kind of conversation did you see right and then it goes away so a movie gives you a chance to see it in a limited window you know uh
0: the production was such a success abc Uh, on ABC that it was later shown in theaters by Columbia Pictures. Now, that explains our opening logo, right?
1: That explains, yeah. Okay, so it was released.
0: Of course, the premiere was in Chicago. However, it was soon withdrawn due to lack of business, and also it was theatrically released in in Europe. I don't have much data on that. Okay, so now we have the scene when it's like, I'm healthy again. They're like, first one to the Hot dog stand buys the hot dogs. Now, look, there's trouble. Okay, oh. this is a famous scene them running in slow motion together.
1: You can see Jimmy. Turn on and the Brian
0: song, song.
1: Oh, this is the Brian <laughs> song, song?
0: This, was, this was, was a hit. Come on, 70s. This was a hit.
1: Instrumental.
0: Fight. It's a instrumental. Now look, what's happened? Things aren't good.
1: I did pop on. Ew. Papa knee bone. But wait. <sighs> ah.
0: Now, all the times I've seen this film, it's not clear to me if he was pretending.
1: It looks like he did really fuck up.
0: Yeah, it did. It does. But I mean, this is the scene that declares, like, you're healthy again. So if he just fell, you know.
1: Uh, Brian's song has no lyrics. It's an instrumental.
0: Well, there are lyrics. There are lyrics. Let me go to the okay. song and tell you about it here. Okay. Bell Records released um, an album. There wasn't enough. Music to make a soundtrack because they just play, keep playing this song over and over again. <laughs> so they to justify a long-playing soundtrack album, LeGrand Michael LeGrand did this. Uh, released recorded Brian's song Themes and Variations, which included a oh. section of his um, other film projects. But they released a 45 called Brian's Song. Um, Dean to Brian's song called The Hands of Time, popular turn in the 70s, um, become, it became a standard. It charted for eight weeks in 1972, number 56 on the Billboard, top 100. So that's not so, so high. Crazy.
1: But for a TV, one-time TV a movie experience, that's pretty high. That's right. Won
0: a Grammy Award for the Best Instrumental Composition. What,
1: Variations? We had one song and we stretched it to an LP. No, the
0: 45,
1: the 45. Oh, 45. Is okay. You. Yeah. Hey, coach Dangle, how's it hanging?
0: Okay. Now we're supposed to see the shadow of the boom mic, but I really think it's no big deal. Over James Kahn's head to the right, you'll see okay. a shadow of I do, a I see it. It's all the way at the way top. It, it, it's not even worthy of an internet mention in my... Okay, turn this on. Turn this on.
1: Okay. i make like, you number one
3: fullback.
0: Hey, Vic. You like, and me starting back, Vic. What do you say? Was, we're going to replace you as halfback. Keep it up. Keep it up.
7: I, was, I didn't think it was That's possible, said. but I think you finally found a way to shut
8: him
0: up.
1: Psst. Look at him die. <laughs>
0: He's a good James, actor.
1: Uh, ever, he's a good actor. Did you ever follow his tweet? Uh,
0: his Twitter
1: account? Kids <laughs> Right, he died. Uh,
0: he died yeah, he in 2022. Away.
1: Yeah, pretty recently, 2022. His Twitter, his tweet account. He would always uh end every tweet with the words "end of tweet." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, like telegraph stop. Yeah. Now this is real footage. The thing is, it wasn't the TV broadcast. It was somebody with a 16 millimeter film on the sidelines, you know, because that was the day.
1: Right. Because usually, like, if you watch a movie, like if Disney Plus did Brian Song now, they would use CGI. And, yep. you know, maybe they would get, you know, rent a space, but they wouldn't. This is really well done, I think. Well, maybe uh, what I
0: should have done instead of watching this film again was say, okay, check out the 2001 Disney release.
1: Yeah, but that's not your style, though.
0: No, it's not. Watch the film. Okay, so now Brian Piccolo is in the peak of health. He's doing great all the time. He's he's excelling on stage, but he keeps losing weight. Why? There is no reason for it. He's eating. Uh Yeah, something's, something's not right.
1: It's so strange because we're halfway into this movie. So, like, I guess the third act is just him bedridden, or?
0: (laughs) Well, it's got its ups and downs. It's not just him bedridden, but, you know. The thing is, in real life, he had multiple surgeries. In this movie, it's like he had two. He had one which was supposed to fix him and it didn't work. And he went in for a second one and died. But also this is a, he had testicular cancer and it's extremely treatable. Uh, just not back then. Right. Uh, let me tell you about this cancer. The cancer began with the tumor near Piccolo's heart taking root in embiotic tissue. You know, you have that since you're born. It's your embiotic. Uh, it's a little sac you're in. It, it recurred in his pectoral muscles, giving him a form of breast cancer, and it involved a lung. Oh, Waterboy! Oh, yeah. Thank you, Waterboy.
1: Thank you, Waterboy.
0: Okay, so uh, Brian Piccolo had a metastasized verse of t- testicular cancer, not mentioned in the film for reasons of delicacy on Prime TV. Testicle was a censored word. He underwent multiple extremely painful surgeries. He had a breast, you know, mastectomy, the removal of his chest wall, the removal of that his testicle, good. which is called orchiactomy, and other things. As a bullet point here, uh, the surgeon was too gung ho. A lot of people feel because his, his Brian's chances were virtually zero. The cancer at such an advanced state, there was nothing that could actually be done. They should have focused on his quality of life. Now, in yeah. 74, right, he just died in 70. In 70, 71, did he die? In 74, this doctor, Larry Einhorn, developed a regimen that had direct dramatic impact on this form of cancer. Today, this cancer, when caught at the right stage, is the most treatable cancer, and it beats leukemia in its treatableness. Uh, 70 cents per, 70 cent per chance, chance of survival he would have had And if somebody's testicular cancer is not metastasized, it's 99% survival rate. So he got born at the wrong time.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, bad news. Uh, What's that? You have something, something cancer. Oh, this damn TV movie. You tell me I have something, something. Yeah, right in your somethings. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Please tell me, where is the cancer? Uh, well, you it's know. somewhere. It's, uh, you got blue. into some things.
1: It's around your uh, zone.
0: Now, guess what? Brian Piccolo, I mean, Gale is being told by Jack Warden that Brian Piccolo, he's getting cut. He's going down to the lower team, the whatever it's called, AAA or the whatever. Farm. He's just not performing. Yeah, the farm team.
1: So, but it's not because of cancer. It's just that he's a shitty player now. They don't know about cancer. He's just a shitty player. He's not. <laughs>
0: Did I say he that? can kick our ass, okay? He's just not, not a hundred. You know, he's at 80% and the other guys are at a hundred.
1: So... In football, I'm tackling. But in baseball, it's an out. <laughs> <laughs> My George Carlin.
0: So he I, does he make baseball seem wimpy compared to football the whole time?
1: That's the trick to a George Cadence uh George Cadence, a George Carlin Cadence, you would say like uh in cricket, but in
4: lacrosse.
1: <laughs> Very good All I, right, so let's listen. I don't, I don't need football. Football That's not really what he's need. saying. That is not what he's saying i'm gonna hold my breath think. until i get back on the team being treated in a damn chinese restaurant
0: he's mad at he's the be he's this, that. didn't give him a straight answer
1: he just tried it's like a half hour left so the last 20 minutes is he's gonna be having cancer why are you is it uh, i let you run the film because you're so heavy on the
0: mute button I'm so liberal with the mute button. Yes, you're right. Let the men speak. It's <clears throat> also
3: pointless, Gail. I mean, I know perfectly well what's wrong with me.
1: Uh-oh.
6: Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm pregnant.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's place, your fat ass.
0: People loved this film, man. They loved it.
1: Yeah. Oh no, this is like a big pop culture moment in America. The Chernobyl okay. Stadium.
0: Yeah, that's right. Now, look, I didn't mean for you to leave the mute button on forever. I just mean be a little more liberal. Gail Sayers wanted to play himself, which would have been sucky. It would have been horrible.
1: Uh, it would have been but the first time.
0: Big Lebowski.
1: Yeah. they got bad news, Carl. I don't think you would know this, but there was a, a World War II movie about a true story about a guy who who sacrificed a lot. He he survived, but he played himself in the movie. I think he got an Oscar. I, I God, I wish I had my movie trivia. Uh huh.
0: Right at the tip little, of your brain, more
1: attuned. But uh, I remember that. So people have. I'm trying to think of movies where the actual person plays themselves. Uh yeah. Private um, parts.
0: Right, private parts, but that doesn't really count. That's like a fake movie. It's it was a star vehicle for him. It wasn't uh right. a, a retelling of a true story. I mean it no, was, right. but it wasn't. Okay, so oh, now we're learning here. Brian has cancer and Uh-oh. he's not happy. He's not happy. Just something that Brian carried around inside him all his life. That's the embryotic fluid part. Um, they
3: exactly. don't know whether or not they they got it in time. I'm afraid they don't know that either.
0: Now you know, Gail is shy and bad at public speaking. So he's like, "I'll tell the team."
1: They're like, "You,
0: Gail?" Who's gonna tell him?
1: I'm not gonna tell him. Tell him. You tell him. No. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell him.
0: Yeah, he's my
1: boyfriend. You, go. That's not me. Hey, guys, I got some good news and I got some bad news. Listen up.
5: Good news is I'm
1: over my public speaking fear. (laughs) The good news, I learned how to start an introductory, uh, how to start (laughs) a speech. The bad news... (laughs) I don't know
0: how to finish.
1: Uh, Brian's got cancer.
0: Now... He's not just saying, like, guys, Brian's got cancer. But one of the things I didn't mention that's a big deal in this film is who gets the game ball? The best player every game gets the game ball. So he's like, we should award the game ball to Brian Piccolo, who's not even on our team anymore, but he was just yesterday, and he's got cancer, so let's give him the game ball. So the thing is... They give him the game ball and go on to lose the game. So Brian Piccolo's like, come on, man. You give a guy a game ball. He's supposed to win the game.
1: Right, Brian. We, we talked of the team and I talked about it. And, and and you want me to play? No, we got you this ball.
0: <laughs> right. It's to celebrate your cancer, we're bringing you a ball.
1: To, to celebrate your testicular cancer? Carl. We're getting you a testicle. Here, here's the game testicle. You got me the game something something. It is 1971. Oh, he's giving a big speech. Yeah, go ahead. That is sick, very sick.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it
7: looks like. Uh... <laughs>
0: This isn't what I, when I cried. I cried...
7: You might never play football.
0: Like at the last yes. like death scene. We don't see him die, yes. but...
1: This is pretty brutal. I haven't seen this movie before. I know you've seen it five times, so I might be talking over the more sensitive moments.
0: It's all right. Maybe I saw it six, because I saw it when it aired when I was a little kid. Right. But... But the thing is, maybe I was super young, because, okay, 71, I was in East Orange, and I'm born in 66, so I was, um, Five? Yeah, maybe I was five. So, it makes sense I would cry over somebody dying. Like, you go to watch it. I remember the first time I ever saw a television show from the beginning to the end, because as you know, you didn't pick one and stream it, it was just rolling.
1: Sure, you just turn it on TV. what an
0: experience. I never knew what the fuck they were talking about on TV, you know? I would always be coming in in the middle as a little kid. Right. I remember the first time I saw a complete story from start to finish. Okay, the internet says this says it's a Los Angeles Hospital, but we're supposed to be in Chicago, but I don't see a sign.
1: No? Someone here yell, go Bears. Oh, no, it has to be Chicago. You hear that? <laughs>
0: here he's going you win the game you're supposed to win, win the game
1: again. stop busting my something Brian now,
0: <laughs> in this film Bernie Casey is playing JC JC Caroline that guy right there and right. but as they're exiting the room James Con will go thank you thank you Bernie he'll he'll give him he'll give Bernie a slice of pizza and he'll call him Bernie and they left it in. Bernie Casey, record breaking hurdler, he oh. can throw hurdles for Bowling Green State University, helped the 1959 football team win a small national college national championship, All American recognition, U.S. Olympic trials in 1960, national honors, high hurdles, 58 so- through 60.
1: All right, so I'm looking at his credits: Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Never Say Never Again. I'm gonna get you, sucker, revenge. Turn up nerd. the sound! Turn up the sound! All right, all right, I guess like, hey, give me, give me a sec. Forget it, Mike. Don't turn up the sound. Duh, duh.
0: I, <laughs> you heard I, him. I, Did you hear him shuffle in his feet? Take you down and have him. You can mute it now.
1: Sorry, Carl. I was looking at Bernie Casey because because I knew him from something. And, well, uh, he was now the
0: ninth overall selection in the 1961 NFL draft
1: by I don't the
0: 49ers, Sucker Free City.
1: Yeah, Sucker Free City, I saw that. Now, Francisco, the thing I know free. him
0: from is James Bond, the Never Say Never Again.
1: Right, he was Felix, wasn't he? Right. The CIA agent.
0: Yeah, who didn't help when Fatima was going to kill James Bond.
1: Right. I finally saw Never Say Never. Never Say Never Again was, there was a loophole with Thunder. One of the earlier Bonds, some guy had the copyright. Like, they shared the copyright. It was the Broccoli oh. family and this other guy. So they took Thunderbolt, th- the, the Underwater movie that Connery was in, and they just redid it. Mm-hmm. So oh. I actually, I never, I never saw the original or the, the unofficial remake, so I watched both recently
0: okay now the director does a good thing here or the writer and i haven't really told you about the writer yet he's he's really for real um so they're in the cancer ward and this little girl was like i want gail sayer's autograph so they came down to give him the autograph and he goes well she's not with us here anymore she's not with us anymore and he's like well do you Uh have a wording address and she's like no you don't get it she is dead so the direct uh, writer, and director, all you know, clearly did that to show us the tragedy that's to come, Brian.
1: Right. Well, that okay. little girl
0: passes away. Yeah, William Blinn is the writer's name, and he was all about television. You know, Rawhide, Gunsmoke, The Rookies. Here, you know, Shane. But with Aaron Spelling, he created Starsky and Hutch.
1: That's pretty good. Look also at Look he at the was mayor, his man.
0: own producer, he made Eight is Enough and fame. He wrote the movie Purple Rain. This guy was wow. for
1: real. Carl, I just learned something about Eight is Enough, something I didn't realize as a kid. Yeah. That hour long TV show had a laugh track.
0: Eight is Enough had a laugh track? Right. <laughs> it I don't did. Know that.
1: It totally did. I was reading a book from 20 years ago and it said the only two hour long shows that had a laugh track as per 2002, It Is Enough and Love Boat.
0: Love Boat sounds right. Okay, turn Love this boat. up, turn this
1: up. Okay, give me a second.
0: But you don't need a great amount of wind or- So what he's thinking die. about is, what if I become a kicker? I could be a kicker well,
1: and, and I could play in the game. Because... Sport. I don't know, Brian. I mean, I'm no expert on kickers and things. Yeah, Brian. Like, don't you need to be out of the wheelchair?
0: Come on, turn it up, turn it up. Come on now.
2: Don't make fun of me, Brian. I'm scared. What of? What of? What of? You can't be serious. You know perfectly well what of. No, I don't. I swear to God, I don't, honey.
3: Now look, I'm
4: a, I'm no idiot thing i got's bad i know that but uh well it's just a detour joy
2: oh boy i'm not gonna not let right. it stop me
0: yeah okay no, it's just you're, not, you're,
2: there's i no just way. wanted to
0: show you this is real thing he did not believe I got too he much to do you, joy he believed he was o- going to overcome this and be back to whatever
1: maybe not football
0: well no he wanted to try to become a kicker because you don't have to, you know, it's pick not. It up. Physically. Pick it up, you dummy. Damn. Mr. Piccolo, calm down. Damn. Yeah. Calm down. Calm
2: I'm down. The ball was wearing a white sheet.
0: Did you hear that?
3: Yeah, yeah I was going to tell you. There's go. a lot of that. Coming down.
0: That's- What's going on with you? I tell you, you're not liberal a situation enough to press the like button. So now you just leave it to run. Yes.
1: Ma'am. Always suck. She won a game. <laughs> That's
6: right.
7: Oh boy. Yeah. You didn't dedicate this
1: one to me, though, did you? Nope. Oh now he's so he's bedridden now.
0: Um well he's still in the hospital. He's gonna have his surgeries and everything. He really hasn't had the surgery yet. Gotcha. And boy are they gonna chop him up. But like Listener. we said, in real life it's much more uh, than they show in the film. In the film there's two rounds. He has one operation that's supposed to save him. Then they find out there's still more cancer. You gotta have a second operation. It's like, that's when he realizes maybe I'm going to die. You know, he was trying to get over it. Like he fixed, uh, like he helped Gail fix his leg. This is what he was trying to do. I guess I should tell you about these wives as actresses.
1: If you want to, they're not really in many scenes. I mean, I understand, you know, it's traumatic, his girlfriend his wife
0: no they 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 are you know they're in the stands they're laughing over dinner they're at the award ceremony they're at the bedside you know she's there when he comes home with the hurt knee here she is right here it's it's they they called them in the middle of the night to come over okay let me talk about (laughs) her first sure sure
1: i'll be right back
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to kill Mike Spiegelman. (laughs) Except for that cool logo on his... Okay. She was Mary Stone in the sitcom Donna Reed Show. None of us ever saw that. But you might have seen her in Coach from 89 to 97. She was Christine Armstrong. She won two Emmy Award nominations. But also, Shelley Fabris was the leading lady in Girl Happy, an Elvis Presley film. So she is now saying that they didn't get all the cancer. They got to do another operation and somebody's got to tell Piccolo and she just can't bring herself to do it. Listen to Mike's wildlife in his backyard. My God. Okay. Judy Pace is the woman who plays Linda Sayers, um, she both of these women are still alive today. Um Beauty Pace was in a lot of black exploitation films. Uh she played Vicky Fletcher on the TV series Peyton Place, which was way before our time and ended in 69. And she was also in another popular show called The Young Lawyers, which ended in seventy
1: one. Sure. Um I've Beauty seen more Place, Donna I've seen more Donna Reed episodes than Coach. Really? Yeah. Don Reed has that great theme song. They're cousins, right? Or no, I'm thinking Patty Duke. Fuck. Uh,
0: Now, here comes some bureaucrat paperwork guy who's like, you have to sign your form, like, you know, because it's for the coming operation. But Brian Piccolo doesn't know. He goes, hasn't the doctor come to see you? No. Why would the doctor come to see me? Oh, awkward! Yeah. So it was supposed to be the doctor Billy has been here, hasn't
1: he? He's talked to you. I mean, oh, no. Why? why? What oh, about?
0: No. I'll step back a little later. Oh no way! No, Ew, whoa, 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 buddy. You can't just drop a bomb.
1: What would the doctor have to say to me? No. I'll let the doctor tell you.
0: Well, you're something, somethings. <laughs> got something, something.
1: There's a lump on your something.
0: Listen, the good news is you get to keep one okay, ball.
1: Bad news is the football. <laughs>
0: yeah, the bad news is it's the game ball for the game we lost.
1: To show And we lost the game. There's more of the tumor than
6: they thought, Pick. They have to operate There's two again. more.
1: Oh, man. That sucks. To someone who went through surgery, that's the worst thing to hear.
0: Well, the thing is, he thought he was on the mend in recovery. He's made it through the surgery. Now he's got to focus on getting better. Now he finds that all his hope and everything—forgive the music. It's TV.
5: We can oh, that's all right. The soundtrack.
1: <laughs> let's let's do Brian's song instead. Oh so memorable na, na, na,
0: na, na, na. i've heard i've heard this song a million times na, na, na,
1: na, 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 na. hey brian brian's song yeah. that sounds like a like sparks would do like kind of a fourth wall this is a song about a song especially gets into heaven after a while
7: He gets himself ready for a game mentally as well as physically
0: because he knows those two things are all tied up together. Right. So why don't you come back after the operation? Because he's going to be fine.
7: He's 100% mentally and physically. And what Brian is saying is that you're scheduling the game before he can get ready. Couldn't wait
3: until over the weekend?
1: Yeah.
7: I'd
3: yeah. Well, yes, it could, Ben, let it.
1: Great.
0: You're not getting your signature, buddy.
1: First thing Monday morning, Mr. Piccolo. OK. I'll see you then. My quick conversation over. <laughs> Man, bad news. Bad
0: news bears, bad news bears.
1: Oh, it is he's the original bad news bear, Brian Piccolo. (laughs)
0: Hey,
1: what was the bad news? He died of cancer.
0: Oh, that too bad he isn't alive. If I ever met him, I'd be like, I loved you in bad news bears. Bad news bears. I wasn't in bad Oh, I'm sorry. Uh Brian's song.
1: Should they rename Brian's song to bad news bear? He's not a bear bear. right
0: now, is he? He's in the farm. No, no,
1: he's not even a bear. -bear. Ex-bear. Okay,
0: wait, I think I'm wrong. Brian Piccolo is 21 years old at the outset of the film's narrative. Okay, so he, that's five years. So he's like 26 right now. 25, 26.
1: Really young. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Another bad thing is that A bad thing about this film, and maybe one of the few bad things, is he's doing Brian Piccolo in a southern accent. It gives him a little charm, his drawl. But
1: Brian
0: Piccolo is from Massachusetts, so I don't know where this comes from.
1: Oh, you know, Massachusetts, they have that southern draw. Yeah, right. Let's get hella wicked piss. (laughs) I guess they would say hella. (laughs) Why'd I throw it at hella? Wicked pisser. Oh, that's a northeastern. It's a wicked pizza.
0: Okay, now this is the most heartwarming thing, and it's real. Like they have recorded, you know, the recording of his speech. He really did this. I'm sure Billy D. Williams does it better.
1: Okay, let's listen.
3: I'd like to say a few words about a guy I know, a friend of mine. His name is Brian Piccolo. Pick. And he has a heart oh, I and can't a play the
0: piccolo, but I can play the flute. Would you like to see me That's play the flute, Mike?
1: My... Yeah. yeah. And I was in the kid himself. I do. Opponent. Cancel. Ah, Carl's leaving the room. has <laughs> a okay. okay, yes, mental
7: attitude makes me proud to have a
3: friend who spells out courage <laughs> Yep. 24 hours a day, every day of his life.
0: All right, I'll play it when it's a pause. And don't make fun of me. me. I haven't played in a while.
1: No, it's no problem. I, I have my recorder right here.
0: But
7: I say to you here now, Brian Piccolo is the man of
3: courage who should receive the mm-hmm. George S. Hallis Award.
1: So his memoir tonight. just talks about Brian in a couple chapters. No, it's one
0: chapter Brian about wow. Brian Piccolo, and I think the name is behind God and Family. I think that's the name. Wow. What a book title. The chapter. I love yeah. Brian Piccolo. Isn't that nice?
1: I'm just going to cry. I'd like all of you to love him, too.
0: Maybe I cried well, during this scene. I'm not sure. And tonight,
1: he was created. in the people. <laughs>
3: Gosh, I haven't played in so long. I'm probably. Please gonna- ask God. Love him.
1: Okay. Awkward. This is the most awkward Dean Martin celebrity roast I've been to.
0: <laughs> Nobody clapped.
1: Right. Yay. After the original recording.
0: Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm going to play.
1: Yep. Hello, dial a joke. I'm I Oh <laughs> my! Whoa! Oh, I—that's uh, you. I didn't realize you're a flutist. That's fucking like flutist. It right. That's so cool. I'm a flutician. Carl, how many instruments do you
0: play? Well, I whistle the trumpet, I whistle the tuba, I whistle uh-huh. the, the piccolo.
1: But that was just you whistling, you didn't even bother to blow the flute.
0: No, you heard me play, right?
1: I know, that's what I heard. Wait, did they do a weird swipe? Well,
0: they did a, you're on one side of the phone, I'm on the other side of the phone. Now, basically what uh, Joy is saying here, not Joy, she's saying, come quick you oh, come right. now because he's not gonna make it there's big lebowski right looking terrible well i mean you would too <laughs> if i was big lebowski <laughs> now why is man. Big
1: Lebowski there uh you know what he just wants to let brian know he's still not on the team This is probably the scene where I cried. I
0: think we're at the end now, and not exactly the end, but real close. And he's gonna speak with, privately speak with uh, Gail Sayers.
7: Too bad. The races. Thank you. Biggest.
1: And the to toe. You better believe, man. Brian, what's your Netflix password? Quick. tell me. <laughs> what's your Netflix? What's your network? Quick, quick, before you say it. right no, Look at me. His focus. real last Netflix. words
0: were Can you believe this shit? He was talking oh, to man. his wife. That's his real last words. Mm-hmm. He wow. made shit and he died. Well, that'd
1: be fun. You sure it wasn't what's your Netflix password?
0: It was not. There. Oh, the, this is actually pre-Netflix. Even the DVD in the mail. I'm trying, yeah. This is...
1: I heard there's this movie called Star Wars. This is it's good. pretty good. I can... Do you think I'll... No.
0: Mike, don't you dare click that by mistake. Get your hand off the mouse. What are you talking about, Carl? This is probably where I was crying as a
5: five-year-old. Yeah,
1: sure. Boy. Oh, no, Carl. Uh-oh. Oh, he was- You won't see him know. die.
0: You won't see him die. He...
1: Very convincing, mm,
0: yeah. though. When he, now I think this voice stuff is missing his potatoes? chest cavity and wall. You know, it it doesn't. Like I myself talk through my head. Yeah, Most um, people talk through their chest, and if you're missing right. your chest,
7: the way you sang that dumb fight song.
0: Oh, he's talking about the mashed oh. potatoes incident.
1: Yeah, yeah Brian song. Play. Um, Put mashed potatoes on your pants. <laughs>
0: Maybe this I'm is why gonna... it's called Brian's Song. I think it might be.
1: The fighting song. I'll get you next train, Ken. i get you. you remember the time I put mashed potatoes on your seat and you sat down? That was hysterical! <laughs> oh, I could talk about that for days. Oh! Remember you trying yeah. to pretend you didn't sit in mashed potatoes, but you totally did?
0: Yeah. Why didn't you give me a real potato? Because those uh-huh. were already mashed.
1: <laughs> more mashed potato. Can more more potatoes. Can we talk some about something else?
0: Can we talk about something else
1: other than the mashed potatoes? It? But it was so funny, right, Brian? 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 Brian. are Brian, we going to hell for this? We might, <laughs> right? I might.
0: You know, yeah.
1: Uh, playing uh, this? Yeah. Well, we're, we've been really respectful for this movie. We've been listening to most of these sentimental until it really person.
0: mattered, and then we'd laughed at him.
1: Right. I'm just listening so I could make a bit out of this. Oh no! Oh no! He doesn't die on screen. Man. Now this Gale.
0: first interracial hug.
1: Boy, is terrifying, Brian.
2: I love you, Brian. I love you.
0: This might have been the crying moment. I feel it
1: now. Remember, I know, like
0: last year. Okay, he's gonna I live don't. in real life.
1: I don't want to riff because I'm. A, I want to oh, see if oh, I'm gonna oh. cry or not. That's the best Muppet impression I've heard.
0: <laughs> that was a great permit. you got the role.
1: Uh, I'm here for the role of Deeker. All right. Brian Piccolo
3: died you. of
1: cancer at the age
3: of 26. What? He left a wife and three daughters. Yeah. Three daughters? He left <laughs> a great many loving friends. And it's a film. Yeah.
9: think of them often. But when they think of them, it's not how he died that they remember. Right. But
1: rather how he lived. How he, lived. How he did how live. live. Oh, he did live. no movie otherwise. It's yes. Wow, Michael is grand. It's yeah, Tom. it was a grand production.
5: Uh,
0: Carl, what you think of this movie? I enjoyed this film, I thought it was well done. I didn't like the racism, but come on, what are you going to do? That was The Times. This was came oh, Out in 1971. It was okay to say the N-word on TV, and they did. Multiple yeah. times.
1: Well, I guess we missed that, so good for us. But yeah, that's right. I,
0: Heavy on the I've mute button It's worth something valuable when they're saying the N-word.
1: You know, like, I, when it comes to, here we go. Ugh, creepy. The creepy Screen Gems, S, (laughs) at the end. Check out the S from Hell. It's Rodney Asher's short about the Screen Gems logo at the end uh, and how it it traumatized children. Speaking of traumatizing children, we had just watched Brian's song. I'd never seen it before. I thought it was pretty good. You know? Yeah. uh, It seemed uh, hit the punch. I like the fact that it's only 80 minutes.
0: It launched the career of Billy Dee Williams. It did not launch the career of Lou Gossett Jr.
1: Right. It brought yeah. James
0: Bond back to TV, and it had a hit song, which is
1: ridiculous. A lot of men in our genera- uh, generation was able to cry. You we were allowed to cry. Our dads. Well, were I was a
0: boy, to cry. not a man.
1: I guess it, I was still a boy then, but you know, there's a whole generation of men who had permission. To cry. so that's how i always know that film it was pretty good thanks carl for uh, recommending the movie uh we have another movie set up for next week here's what we want you to do join us every week you're here at the end of the show uh, hopefully you had a good time keep that going go for, subscribe to our podcast subscribe to us on youtube Me. be uh listen to mutinyradio.fm they do live comedy shows in october there's going to be their eighth annual Mute Radio Comedy Festival. Yeah, Uh, in October. So we have a a movie all set up. I'm going to tell Carl once we get off the air what the movie is, but we'll let you know next week. So uh, keep reaching for the stars. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. See you next week.
0: Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube
5: with Mike
0: Beagleman Watch a full length movie on YouTube Where? with my beagle German Strudels! You should follow me go, on Twitter, speak, it's Jokes go, de Carl. Uh, that's the French speak, Duh, not the <laughs> go, duh, duh. Speak, Now let's watch a full length movie go, on YouTube with speak, Michael...
2: Bitch, I might shoot at your Nigga, was happening? I look more Cuban than American Middle of the tube the handle Nigga, I'm set Back to the back, back to the Frozen's
8: and the babies Way before you, way before you Thought I told you It's a lot on the line These hoes want a lot on the line These hoes ain't no
7: vibe mind. of Back, back to the
2: I can a I can Told you she's a whore <laughs> yeah. laying down in your town and the market for some. <laughs> Can you help me out? I need a runner down. that can get dirty and Gucci on the floor. D why she loving me, up I'm usually the instigator. But ain't nothing greater than an x X-rater with a nickname like Vibrator. I need to do the remix to area code. And uh, plenty more. The way it kicks sometimes is out of control. So when my nigga Snoop Ball comes, and kicks the out. When I walk up in the dough. Your best to know is pimping on the hoe. Two, one, three is the crew for show. And they know about us everywhere we go. Hey, what a group we at. I was just about to call. Till Snoop Dogg told me that he phoned you. Poor he told me he rolled you. I told you she's no. a fool. No do Dog and I have to Snoop Dog and I have to all in my face and trying to find wealth you know you. That blood that West Coast makes to shit Yeah, girl, if you think that you're the one Let's go and have ourselves some fun You ain't got a point, nothing at all Just enjoy the adventures of the dog I heard you like my smile My rap, my pimp, my style Well, it's on you, what it do? You got to let Nate hit it too Cause when we come to your town Rule is pimps up, draws down Hey, what a groupies at? I'm just about Tell Snoop Dogg told me that he phoned you Poor she told me he rolled you I told you she's a fool G-Nate dog in the house tonight Don't get for love G-Snoop dog in the house tonight Don't get for love G-1G in the house tonight Don't get for some poopy love G-2-3, all in your face And we're to find Come a fast team on them We can tag team on them That's what we need to do Just me, G, and you It's cool when I'm seeing you Get ready for my 9-inch dick Yeah, it's me and you I know you don't want to. There's some classic LBC 213 shit We in your city get busy till you get dizzy trying to find all our fans to load them up in our van We hey, hate in the show But there's a lot of groupies at the door I only everyone to take a seat All aboard L-Lons 213 Hey, where the groupies at? I was just about to call Till Snoop Dogg told me that he phoned your Poor and he told me he rolled you I told you she's a fool a- they Dogg talking about half tonight, nobody could be loud. They're tonight, nobody could be loud. They're talking about half tonight, nobody could be loud. are talking about half tonight, nobody could be loud. you get a half tonight, nobody you get a half tonight, nobody you get a half tonight, nobody you a half you get you can a you play. Still play, to the play. Oh. Laying it down, putting it down, and I'm looking for some pee. In your tank, look what I found. Blimey. In your tank, look what I found. Yeah, I'm looking for some pee. I told you she's so <laughs> cool.
4: What's up everybody, this is the Archivist here, you are now tuned into the final hour here at Mutiny Radio, thank you for supporting us, always, you can Venmo Bring it in morning. Ch- our Venmo tag is at Venmo, excuse me, our Venmo tag is at Mutiny Radio, and we appreciate all the love and support, and you can also join us at any of our comedy shows, and other events that we got going on, you can check it out on... Mini Radio Instagram or on our website radio.fm which you are tuning to right now and feeling grateful to be back here after taking last week off spent an amazing weekend in Jamaica celebrating my good friends Shannon and Jacumé getting married shout out to everyone out there for a beautiful time left me feeling full of love and inspired and hope to bring that those vibes back with you tonight with these tunes I got for y'all I got new R&B music some new hip hop and electronic stuff but I'm also gonna have to get into some De La Soul tonight because the man man Super Dave Plug 2 just passed away the other week, and De La Soul was a super inspirational group to me, and in my opinion, possibly the greatest hip-hop group of all time. I, I think you could definitely argue that. So a little later on, I'm going to get you a De La Set, probably 30, 40 minutes, just straight some of my favorite tracks from one of the greatest groups of all time. In the background, right now, we got music from Solance. This is Strongest Love off their La B tape. And we started things off with that 2 and 3 Goopy Love. And right after this, we're going to get into new music from Liv. That's spelled L I V dot E, but they pronounce Liv. And she has dropped this new album called Girl in the Half Pearl, which is a really incredible album aggressive sounding R&B with some cool electronic vibes in there as well some drum and bass elements and she's going to be performing next month at Smart Bomb March 23rd I believe at Crybaby so I'm going to definitely check that show out and yeah keep locked luck right here final hour thank you so much for listening This is where you need to be every Sunday night, 8 to 10. Thank you for listening. (coughs) Well, (coughs)
8: say boy you always say the same stuff but what else am I supposed to do I made a promise to my mama to tell nothing but the whole is true so let us tell it to you
7: Ah. Yeah. Miko! Oh. Let's uh, Huh I growed up looking up the wrestling. I found out it was fake and started hustling. Hustle! Mama told me if you put the muscle in. time I speak the jam, one man down a steep wall, yeah, why are you so sensitive, feminine, I've arrived, let me in, motherfucker, goddamn, I growled up looking up the wrestling, I found out it was fake and started hustling, mama told me if you put the muscle in,
9: in the
2: Let me pop my shit.
4: A lot of the shit that I say ain't always true, true. but it's hella shit that I say that's hella true. true. It all depends on your point point of view. This shit that's old to me might be new to you. Pushing the game with a triple beam and a microphone, serving nasal candy, same color as styrofoam. In the Survivor Zone, right in front of my mama's home. Pushing that Barney Rebel and that Fred Flint style A product of mine, environment. paramedics, and fire. With the old folks, homeowners, can't enjoy retirement. With the pro folks and the drummers, Ami, Lambs, and cyber. with the popos, poncherellos. High speeds and vibe. These bitches be on a nigga like I'm Denzel. Denzel, i try to tell them hoes that my bread's dead. Once you put up 10%, 10%, if, if I get popped, get popped. Not you they threw me in the pot,
2: Ouch. Let me pop off, pop off. Let me pop my shit, my shit, let me pop my Choppa shit, let me pop my shit, let me pop my shit, let
6: me pop my shit, they watching us, shit. we is nacho. not y'all. pop my shit, my shit, let me pop my man, shit, we run, it's off, Walk my, my shit, wait a minute, pop wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me pop my watch off. me, nigga, watch that bitch, play. you niggas too old to be acting like this, she thought I was dancing, all no, that was the Shit. I'm on one. I'm on you one. niggas late in the game. I bought a whole lot of real estate before this chain. I got one over there. I got one out the way. So, hell yeah, I'm pushing Rory when it's time to skate. Who was niggas at when we was smoking a shake? Who was niggas at when we was moving a shake? I stack and I stack and I stack again. Stack again. He yeah. thought it was a rap, but I'm back again. back again. Looking for a little bitch that I can call wifey. It's just a white tee, but the wrist piece pricey. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> this bitch looking righteous. soft ass, Trying to hold the bitch high
2: off. Pop my shit my shit let me pop my Chopper, shit stop that you put it in your sock off Pop my shit my shit let me pop my shit they watching us shit. we is nacho. not y'all stop my shit my shit let me pop my shit when i on run it's a walk-off. walk off a pop my shit my shit let wait a minute, wait a minute, my wait, a minute shit. wait a minute let me pop off
6: Got no service in a white hood. I don't fuck with the Ku Klux. Old girl got mad, if she switched up. So I went ahead got me a new one down bad. So I had to move up. O one one like A, hey, what you doing? CA plates in different states okay she's like how i'm moving step full back, but better get with the movement when i move you move like that do more get more say less so follow low don't miss no step speed up now catch your breath good vibe good drink no scratch out of town no gps in the hills can't call can't text in the hills I ain't got no service too high up i don't think i heard you head high with the birds be chirping going for speed in the freeway swerving Oh, sorry. but I can't pick up, locked in, my mind encrypted. I secure the bag like lockbox, in my zone, I can't hear much, I'm flexed, I just finesse. Make more wanna come around last, out the way where I'm too mad. out of time, can't call, can't test. In the hills, I ain't got no service, too high up, I don't think I heard you. Head high with the birds be chirping, going full speed in the freeway, swerving.
4: Bring it in, morning cheer. Al <clears throat> You
3: ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Oh, oh, oh you, you ugly. You now
7: tuned in to ugly sundays no alibi, every Sunday from four to six PM. We got Christ ugly. one, eight Scott, DJ Rowe, and I'm Bonero. So you tune in G-L-Y. every L-Y.
0: Sunday, four to six PM, no ugly Sundays, you and you know we still keep ugly. it pretty in these streets, you baby. Ugly.
2: You hey, no alumni, you know what you I need to stop doing? Ho, ho,
9: I need to stop worrying about he, shit that G-L-Y, I can't control. Stop stressing no over ho, 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 shit that you, you can't control. Ho, 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 that stress you will you. kill you. you. I ain't going to tell y'all anything that I ain't going to do he, with you. He, 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 you can't make G-L-L-Y, that job hire you. You can't make that guy or that girl come back to you. You can't change the problems of the world in one night. It's impossible. Only thing you can do is just love. Love yourself, love others. And treat people as you would want to be treated. That's how you heal. That's how you heal yourself. That's how you heal the world. So get your face off the pillow. Stop going home to a dark room every night, sitting up in the dark, moping around, and go live. Because you can't control the situation. only thing you can do is grow from that alcohol. Ho, ho,